Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. This podcast is about my personal journey from being $25,000 in debt to getting to a million dollars of net worth by the age of 43. Follow along with my journey, implement the ideas, and let's do it together. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. Today is Thursday, March 11th, 2021. And we're just going to talk about a few random things here. I'm trying to be more consistent here with the podcast. Um, However, I know when you don't talk for a month or two, you, you have a lot to talk about. On a weekly basis, there isn't as much. So I'm going to talk through a few things here quickly and just do try to be consistent with these podcasts. So currently, we're looking at price of Bitcoin, 56880 uh, 880, almost 57000 Bitcoin on the month is up 30%, and it looks like it's... Um, you know, in a good spot to continue to go. Um, I, I know that about February 20th, we had a peak to 21st to hit about 57. And then there was a pretty significant pullback, you know, all the way down to about 46,000, which, you know, isn't that crazy. Um, it's about 20% or so. But I mean, I, a lot of people are like, yeah, that's highly volatile. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it, it it started to come back pretty quickly. It's just, you know, sat in a consolidation around 45 to 47 and then has been slowly moving up recently back to where it's almost 57,000 now. So this is actually really good for Bitcoin because, you know, it shows that we have support around the 45,000 to 47,000 area. And if we have that, that's really good. If it was just going straight up, like we talked about in the last podcast, when we when you go back down, there's where's the support? So you know, uh, the more support levels that we have, the more healthy it is for the continued bull run. Um, so yeah, also forgot to say real quick, I got a new webcam and a microphone, and so it's a lot more clear than it used to be. I'm very impressed with this uh, Logitech. It's a Logitech seven um, C920, I believe. Pretty small, uh, smaller than I expected, but it looks really cool. And I found some on Amazon that were like 30, 40 bucks and the reviews were kind of mixed. And so I saw this one that had like the same design and I was like, okay, I guess they just kind of copied this one. I'm not sure if it's a, um, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be the same quality. And I know Logitech is one of my favorite companies and has been for electronics for a while. So that's the reason I got this. And then I spent, I spent about 40, 50 bucks on a microphone and I had gotten one that was about 30 bucks before, just didn't like the way it sounded that much. This one, I like it a little better, but I'm still getting used to it. So I think the hardest thing is just gonna be keeping my voice at the appropriate level and not going up and down uh, pretty drastically, but I'm pretty level voiced. (laughs) It's a nice way to say it for the most part. So we'll see uh, how we do on this one. All right, you might hear my dog Hamilton here. He wants to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, like we talked about Bitcoin, it's almost 47 or 57,000. It's had a good month. And I do think over the next month, it's going to continue to steadily go up. Um, I think 70 is a good price target potentially for the end of March. Uh, so we're at March 11th today. So that's about three weeks. Ethereum is one of the most disappointing coins uh, over the past couple months because you know, it hit a high about $2,000, but then 
came all the way down to about 12 or 1300 bucks <clears throat> and then started building support again. So, you know, Ethereum was actually in the like 15 to 1700s, you know, let's see, when was that? In January, it was like seven, in the end of in the beginning of February, it was already at the same levels pretty much it was at now. So for a coin like Ethereum to be at the same levels, you know, for a month, it's it's not what we expected. And I think a lot of people are kind of wondering what's going on. And so that one's kind of interesting. It's, you know, um, it, but I think when it's going to be one of those things where I think when Ethereum goes, it goes really parabolic and then it just kind of stalls for, there's Hammy <laughs> doing some stretches back there. Um, but yeah, that's a good view. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, I think it's just going to be one of those that takes a while. Like it seems like Uniswap is kind of the same way where it just sits for a long time and then it just rips hard and then it sits. And so I think Ethereum might be the same way. I don't know if any other crypto people have talked about that, but I could see Ethereum and Uniswap kind of having that same type of pattern. Polkadot is another coin that I'm really looking at in the future. Um, I only have a very small amount and that's one, it's $36 right now. And it's been about 30 to 40 bucks for the past month. I had gotten a few when it was like 17 bucks. And I got a few more when it was around 30 something. So, um, you know, I don't have, I don't have many, but I'm, I'm definitely like trying to just buy a, here, a few here and there, because it's like, if you put in, you can buy three as a hundred bucks and you buy three more, a few uh, days or weeks later or something like that, you know, just whenever you have a hundred bucks, then you're like, Hey, what do I buy? Just buy some polka dot. And that's one thing that, you know, it's going to, it's going to continually grow over time. So anyway, I guess I didn't really come up with a structure for this one. I uh, just started talking about coins, but I didn't really like the way that started out. So I, I was just going to say today is March 11th. It's, um, uh, we have college basketball going on. Uh, and I think it's conference tournaments. I think one dramatic shift in my life is, a few years ago, I would have been sitting in front of the TV watching these games that I have no control over um, and, you know, could go either way and probably trying to bet some money on uh, one team to win or lose because I think it's it's fun and I think I can make money that way when I should have been putting my money into investments this whole time. Like, I think that's, you know, one thing that I look back on and I'm like, if I was putting um, money into investments back in the years where I was really cared about sports a lot and thought I could make money betting on sports, I would say like that um, I could be in a completely different place financially. You know, I'm very happy with where I'm at and where I am and where I'm going. But at the same time, like I waste a lot of time um, chasing sports and, you know, thinking that I could outsmart the system. But you know, for me, in the end, it never really worked out. There were a couple years where I did well, but like for the most part, I lost more money than I, I, I made. And I don't even want to think about how much money that could be over time, especially when you think about if I had just put that money into investment starting in college or later than college and just a little bit here and there. I didn't have much to invest in my mid to late 20s, but um, in college, I would say, you know, I had some money here and there. Uh, that I could have definitely been investing. So I, if you, I actually have a book 
that I'm working on and I've been meaning to finish it for a long time. And it kind of dives into like, say, you know, when I was in college, some different things I could have done financially to put myself in a much better position. Now, I will say, uh, if you are in that position and you're younger, I think that's one thing that I, I've wanted to convey to young people for a long time is the sooner you start focusing on investments in your 20s, the better off you'll be by your 30s. Like if you just put that money in and leave it alone, uh, for the most part, you know, if you leave stuff in for three, four, five years, especially with the way the market's been going, you know, things that were 75 bucks back in the day could be, you know, a thousand, 10,000 or not 10,000, but like a thousand worth of shares. Now, you know, you could invest in Tesla, uh, Neo is the other one, the electric vehicle stock. And then I also talked about Shopify was one that, you know, when I was new to investing, when I was interested in Shopify, I asked someone that was an expert and they said, no, like it's, it's already at an all time high. It wouldn't be a good time to invest now. And it was 75 bucks at the time. And then it went up to about a thousand over the course of the next four or five years. So turned into one of the best stocks. And I think, you know, being able to see those trends, especially when you're younger, you can see things that maybe people that are normal investors might not be aware of. And so you might be able to get into a thing that's a long-term growth opportunity. And, you know, even if you just have one or two shares, if you put in 150 bucks, wait five years, that becomes 2000 bucks. But then if you do that, you know, five or 10 times, it could be 10 or 20, $30,000 that you could make just by putting a few hundred bucks in and leaving it alone. So, you know, it works out over time. So that's, that's one thing I would say for sure for young people is just to invest as soon as you can and just leave that money alone and see what happens. But interesting thing is that now, you know, I might watch some of these college basketball games and enjoy them, but I'm not going to be trying to bet on them and make money because I know that I could put in, be putting that money into cryptocurrency or other investments and just making a lot more over the long term. And I wouldn't be frustrated by somebody making a shot or not. I just know that over the long term, I'm going to be in a better position just by putting that money in something and leaving it alone. So a lot, a lot better, uh, strategy, you know, I would say. So that's one piece of advice from me. Also, I was going to say that, you know, I think one of the biggest philosophy changes for myself that I've seen over the past few years is what's called the compound effect. And I read this book at the start of 2020, and it really changed my philosophy and kind of way I've, I've done things. And it's what the premise of this book is that if you want to make a big change, it's all about small actions consistently compounded over a long period of time lead up to a massive difference, okay? And, and this has played out in my life in so many ways, okay? So even one example would be, for instance, like we have this house, um, we wanted to replace all the towel racks, okay? So there were two ways to go about this. You know, I could either spend money and just buy all the new towel racks at once, or I could just buy like one every two weeks or something like that. And so I looked at it and then I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just do it later. I'll just do it later. And I, I've been procrastinating this for months now. And I think it's because we have towel racks that are good enough, but I want different ones, you know, and because I've been trying to do it all at once and just procrastinating it, I haven't made any progress on this small thing. And this is a, not a big deal, of course, but it's just one example. Um, whereas if I had just been doing one every two weeks, I could have accomplished this 
a long, long time ago. And so you think about that in other ways, it's like a lot of people want to wait till they have a lot of money to start investing, or if they want to have um, something where they're in a position to go all in, you know, that's great. But how, how much time are you going to lose by waiting, um, you know, to, for the time? So for me, another example is this book I've been working on. I've been working on it. Uh, I wrote a little bit in 2016 or 2017, something like that. One day when I felt inspired and then I finished most of it. And then I've been tweaking it ever since then. And I work on it once every few months, um, you know, and just try to get a little farther. And I feel like I'm so close. If I was just doing 30 minutes a day of working on this book and that's it, I'm sure it be, would be done right now. And I just need to go and do it. You know, I feel like I'm talking about it is making me want to do it. So that's a goal for myself as well. Is it's it's all about like instead of trying to wait till you're at the right place to completely do something, just schedule and develop a routine to do something and set reminders for yourself. I think that's one thing that's helped me lately is just setting reminders on my phone for things that I want to do. And, you know, that's not a pro tip. That's like rookie level stuff. But I'm saying like, it helps me just to have like um, a routine or, or a reminder just to say, Hey, get this done because you know, I'm just shiny object chasing things all the time, you know, and <clears throat> I'm, I'll forget. So that's, that's why these reminders help me out so much, but just developing a routine and, you know, sticking by that a small amount of action leads to big results over time. So this, this concept applies to working out, getting in shape, you know, losing fat, building muscle, uh, developing better financial habits, building savings, instead of waiting for some kind of financial windfall or where you have a lot of money to put into savings, I think you're much better off just doing a consistent amount over a long period of time. Because if you do that and can stick with it over a long period of time, it's going to add up to a massive result. And I've kind of, and I've experienced that with, you know, nutrition, um, you know, as well as this crypto investments, I would say that I, I have put in money here and there where I've had, you know, a large, uh, not large, but I've, ha I've put in money here and there when I've had money to put in, um, whether it's large or small. And then over the course of a year, I look back and I'm like, wow, you know, it's been 11 months since I started doing this. And I, I could have been doing it way before and still been way better off. But yeah, it's just like, you don't realize, I think that's the concept I've been trying to get to is you don't realize how much progress you can make in a year by doing something consistently in small amounts. You think you have to do it all at once, but you really don't. Okay. All right. That's kind of my uh, lesson for today. I just want to, I think that's been something that is really, oh, if you want to read the book, uh, it's by Darren Hardy. It's called The Compound Effect. It's one of my favorite books. I read it at the start of last year. And last year was one of my best years in terms of, you know, accomplishing things. Probably my best year ever, actually. And then uh, this year, I didn't read it. I, I read it again, I think in the end of February. So I was like, I need to get back. I didn't feel like I was being as productive as I wanted to be. And so I, I read it again. And it kind of got me back into a state where I'm like, okay, like I needed to get my routines because I feel like I've made progress. But 
if I really want to make more progress, what I need to be doing is developing routines so that I'm making small amounts of action over long periods of time and actually getting to the next step because I'm just kind of like going wherever the wind takes me. So that's a personal thing that I'm working on right now is just trying to develop routines and get, get my routines set up so that I'm able to consistently do things. And so this is one example where, you know, you saw with the podcast, I had a few episodes that went out pretty quickly. And then there was a big drop off because I didn't have a consistent routine. And so now I'm trying to do once a week and I'm starting with that. So this is the first week I'm going to have, I think two weeks in a row. And so it's just one thing. So we'll see how that continues and you guys will be able to see this journey. So that's, that's what this podcast is about is like sharing lessons that I've learned. I obviously don't have all the answers and there are people that have accomplished way more than I have. However, you know, if, if you're where I am or, you know, or I I can teach you anything or you can teach me, I think that's where I'm trying to go with this podcast. And then if, if, if you want to reach out to me and share some lessons, I think that's, that's what I'm looking for too, because uh, obviously we, everyone still has stuff they can learn and improve. And so even the best people and most successful people, they are humble and know that they uh, can definitely improve. And they're always the ones that are saying how they're trying to learn and continuing to stay hungry. So cool. All right. I need to take a breath after that. All right. So guys, uh, last podcast, I talked about some coins that I had invested in that have been doing pretty well. I think I was ahead of the game on this one and I feel good about it. Uh, there's that one called mana or Decentraland. I left Uniswap too early, one day too early because it went 50% higher the day I sold it for this. Uh, but over if I, I did, I didn't jump back into Uniswap. I learned at least part of that lesson and I waited for mana and it was at 32 when I got it, it went up to like 37 and then all of a sudden was back down. But then over the course of the past few weeks from March 6, it went all the till March 9th, it went all the way up to 54 cents, uh, maybe a little, no, 59 cents was the top, uh, but it went down pretty quickly after that. And now it's hanging around 50 cents. So that one has gone up you know, 50% as well since I got into it. Um, so it took longer, you know, but I was able to do that. I also put some into that one loom and that hasn't really done much. So I'm probably going to move out of that one pretty soon. I was giving it a chance to see <clears throat> if it would make a move after, um, after Bitcoin had that, you know, steady run of a 20% gain and it went up a little bit. I just don't see much action on that coin and I'm, I'm not sure if I should leave it in or take it out, but I kind of would rather put that into another coin. Um, another one that we talked about or just kind of refresh on what mana is, it is that um, it's a virtual reality platform. It's on Ethereum blockchain and it allows users to create experience and monetize content and applications. So basically, it's pretty cool because it's it's like that game where you can actually create sets and then you know have uh, actual virtual reality land you can own and stuff like that and you can monetize that. So you know I I, I kind of want to check this out. I haven't really di- uh, dived into it to see, but it would be really cool to kind of monetize something in the game and own that. The other one that has been doing well is Engine Coin. 
Uh, that one is a dollar and eighty two cents right now. Uh, that one was a recommendation from my wife. She picked it out of three. It was Cardano engine and uh elrond and elrond has done well too but she picked engine and engine was about 59 cents when we got it and now it's at 182 so that's almost a 4x no it's a 3x i'm sorry 3x from where we got it and within you know getting it it was i think the end of february that we got it no i'm sorry yeah the end of february that we got it and it's already gone from 59 uh all the way up to 184 can't ask for better returns on that. So that, this one is interesting. Enjoy, Engine is uh, involved with the gaming industry. And then it has the thing called Engine Network. They can basically do on-chain infrastructure of the Engine platform, Marketplace, Wallet, Beam, and other tools and services. The Engine ecosystem ends, and aims to enable the gaming industry business to increase revenue, gain a competitive edge, and innovate. So I'm reading these descriptions off the Voyager app. I would say that that's a really good one to use. And um, I, I would I would like that. I kind of just like the interface of it. So, but yeah, Engine, Engine is really good um, and it's been doing really well. But basically it's all these, these two things are um, kind of intertwined with the NFTs that we were talking about, um, where they're just basically digital art versions that people can buy. And they're, you know, kind of like trading cards, except on the blockchain. And so that kind of helps the security of it because things can't be uh, forged or fake. It, it has to exist on the blockchain. And so basically you can only buy and sell it on there. And then that helps with its validity. So but yeah, so I think the next one that I'm also looking at getting uh, for the future is going to be this one called Luna, L-U-N-A. It's a blockchain protocol that uses fiat peg stable coins to power price stable global payment systems. So uh, Luna actually will use basically blockchain to tie together with some um, actual like value of dollars. And I think you can send money back and forth to people in dollar amounts, but it's using the blockchain and other, you know, it, it's dollar amounts, euro amounts, other uh, fiat currencies, but on the blockchain. So pretty interesting stuff. And I think that's a good system is like, if you want to say, hey, how can we use the internet to send money without all the fees that are associated with centralized systems like Western Union, MoneyGram, um, other things like that, you know, they're charging so many fees and it, it could take days to get your money sometimes. Whereas like this would be a lot faster and less fees. So I think the platform for that is really good. If you look at this over the course of the year, uh, obviously should have gotten in it sooner, but it was in uh, less than a dollar in November and October of 2020, all the way up to February 10th, that went to 728 and, or yeah, that's a 10x and so it's already at 1082 now so that one would have been incredible to get in early that's why i'm, I'm saying the best there's another strategy that i'm going to come out with you know after this bull run actually i'm just going to talk about it now because it ties in with the small consistent results is like if you had been investing in these cryptos like you know during the downside of the bull market, um, during the bear market over the last three years, just think how much money we could have made. It's if, if, if I had taken a hundred bucks and I just put it into this cryptocurrency and let's say it was 50 cents. That's, is that 200 shares? 
Yeah, 200 shares times $10. So your 100 bucks would turn into 2000 bucks. Okay. And I know, you know, people are in different financial situations, but if you put a hundred bucks in, leave it alone, you're probably not going to miss that money. And then if you do that 10 times and other things, 10 X or 20 X, you know, you're going to have 20 to $40,000 that you'd have, you know, and just think about what you're investing. If you're investing a uh, 10, a thousand dollars to get 40,000, and you spread that out over a year or let, I mean, you could do it in a lot less time than that, but I'm just saying like what, no matter what financial state you're in, just putting a hundred bucks in during, after this bull run is over or now, and then just like selling sometime, like before the bull run ends, when you're in profit, just reinvest that money and just let it be. And you're just sitting there just chipping away and, and it's amounts of money that you don't really even think about like a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. And all of a sudden you have forty, fifty thousand dollars because you left it alone. I think that's what's so exciting about this for me is just the amount of money you can make by letting your money work for you. I never realized like how much potential there was, but like we talked about, small actions over a long period of time consistently will lead to massive results. So if you put in a hundred bucks every two weeks or every month um, into a cryptocurrency and it goes twenty x you know, let's, I mean, I, I'm just thinking about if you can do that over the course of years, that's life-changing money, you know? And so that's going to be my strategy going forward is just trying to do small amounts consistently and developing a routine so that I can just get into these long-term plays that could 10 or 20 X from here. Um, and then, uh, and sometime this year, at the end of this year, maybe next year, this bull market will probably settle down and we'll go into a bear market again where things will kind of level off and we'll get into these lower prices again and you can start accumulating and no one's going to want to be accumulating when the prices aren't going straight up but that's the best time to be in it it's just when the prices are low and you know the projects are good but they're a long-term play even projects that aren't necessarily good are still pumping in the bull market you know but the thing is if you can invest in these good projects they're the ones that are 10 or 20 xing in the bull run. So just thinking about putting small amounts of money in those over the course of three years, I think you can really turn a smaller amount of money that you'll probably never even miss. And you could spend, you know, on clothes, you could spend it on food, you could spend it, you know, at the bar, whatever your, your vices that you're spending money on. I think if you make small sacrifices and just invest it uh, here and there, still live your life and enjoy yourself. But if you're, if you're putting small amounts of money in over a long period of time, and then you just leave it alone for five years, I truly think it can be life-changing. And so that's a strategy that I'm going to be coming out with <clears throat> pretty soon is just to figure out how people can follow me. We'll make consistent investments. I'll tell you what I'm doing. You guys can follow along. If you want to make the same investments or something else based on you know things that you know, I think it'd be awesome to look at where we are in three to five years. And like we said, the goal of this podcast for me is to be, to get a million dollars of net worth by the age of 43. Okay. I'm 40, sorry, I'm 34 now. And it's only been like a year that I've been in crypto and I've already hit the goals that I've set so far. And I'm, I'm working on the goals for this year. So I, I think if we're looking at in three to five years, I could hit a goal that, um, 
I'd say it's five years, four to five years. It's a good time to look at it. I could hit a goal that I'm working to achieve in nine years. That's awesome. You know, if, if we're able to do it in half the time, I know it sounds like a long time. Five years is a long time. Even a week is a long time sometimes just to think like, you know, you have to wait a week for this, but you know, you just have to continue to live your life. And I think make those consistent actions because we're, the time to achieve results from five years from now is to start working today because the sooner you start working, the faster you can achieve those results and you'll be in a much better position in the long term if you just start working, like we said, and consistently make small, consistent actions that are going to give you a long term, massive result. Okay. That's it for this week. Um, I don't think it was maybe it wasn't my best podcast as far as just coming in with the uh, words fast, but you know, I was just trying to just do it on the fly. So at least the video and audio quality is hopefully better. And uh, that's it for this week. So um, I'll, I'll let you guys know when I do make that investment into Luna and um, what my new moves will be going forward. And then we'll develop that plan to go with crypto and just start making small chunks here and there and then uh, lead to massive results. All right. Have a good day. Appreciate you guys tuning in and I'll see you later.